If you've been around football at all, you'll likely be familiar with the famous song, You'll Never Walk Alone. The song, originally a show tune written in 1945 for the musical Carousel, has become the traditional anthem of Liverpool Football Club in England. Hello, this is Rev. Brad Kenny, founder of Soccer Chaplains United and volunteer chaplain for the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer, and your host for this edition of From the Touchline. You'll Never Walk Alone is a song with a rich history. It's been adopted by several different teams and woven into several different times of tragedy. Some of the more memorable moments include the Hillsborough disaster of 1989, where 96 supporters died in a fan crush during an FA Cup match. It was also sung in mass at Wembley Stadium in 1990 during a tribute concert for Nelson Mandela and a free South Africa. Barbara Streisand also sang it at the close of the 2001 Emmy Awards to commemorate the victims of the September 11th terrorist attacks in the U.S. Today, 18 years after those attacks, and following on from yesterday's annual World Suicide Prevention Day, this now famous anthem deserves a closer look. Listen as Liverpool fans sing along with Jerry and the Pacemakers, You'll Never Walk Alone. Walk on, walk on, with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. Those lyrics have captured the heart and imagination and have brought comfort to many, from fans and supporters in football and around the world to famous politicians and movie stars. The song and lyrics bring to my mind the words of David the psalmist when he writes in Psalm 23. Listen to these words from the NIV translation. 
The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23 holds great promise for us. It's a repeated theme found throughout the Bible. You see, in the beginning, one of the first signs of the fellowship between humanity and God is evidenced in this pattern where God walks with man. God walks with Adam and Eve. Genesis 3.8, it describes Adam and Eve hearing God walking in the garden. The Hebrew word used there is later used in the Bible to describe God's presence in the Israelite temporary tent sanctuary, an important place of worship. So there's a strong connotation of relationship, of presence. We see that when God walks, He walks with. He's with us. We see this years later. Even though God and humanity's walk has been broken, people still walk with God, and God still walks with people. Genesis 5 tells us about a man named Enoch. Enoch was close to God. You can read Genesis 5.24. It says that Enoch walked with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. Enoch stands out because the rest of the descriptions of people around this part of the Bible end with noting that a particular person has died, but not Enoch. Now, scholars say this might just be another way of saying poetically that Enoch died, or that he died differently from others. Or it could be, that's implied by the text, he was simply taken to heaven because of his close relationship with God, and maybe he didn't even experience death. And then we come to Psalm 23. But going past Psalm 23 and reading that God walks with us as we're in the darkest valley and that he's with us, we read in John 1.14 that the word of God, Jesus, becomes flesh and blood. And as one translation notes that it, he moved into the neighborhood, we get this picture, this sense that Jesus, God, God with us, walks right in with us. Today, I don't know where football or life has taken you. I know that many footballers and their partners and spouses and families oftentimes feel very alone. You know, recently I was watching the Netflix documentary First Team Juventus, and I was really moved at one point when Gigi Buffon, the well-known Italian goalkeeper, was being interviewed. The guy behind the camera asked, when was the last time you cried? And Buffon paused. And he thought about it, and the camera kind of panned on his face. And he reflectively answered, I cry often, and I cry alone. Buffon's words break my heart because I know he isn't the only one in the game who feels and experiences such feelings and such emotions of being lonely or alone. If you feel alone right now, right where you are, let me encourage you to hear these words of Psalm 23 as a prayer, as a cry out unto God, and maybe reflect on them or meditate on them. 
Maybe even you get to a point and swipe back on the podcast and listen to these words again. It might be tough for you to pray. It might be tough for you to cry out because you feel so alone. But I pray that these words are a constant reminder, not only that you'll never walk alone, but that God himself is there with you. He's there for you. Listen to the words of Psalm 23 as I read them from the message translation. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You've bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. My friends, I pray that today you know, on this 18th anniversary of September 11th, and during this month of World Suicide Prevention, I pray that you know you do not walk alone, that God walks with you, even in the valleys. This is Rev, coming to you from the Touchline. Thank you.